All right, everybody. Somebody go ahead and start the music. to the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The professor is in. Happy Monday, everybody. I can't believe we're here again. Monday, Monday, Monday. And I hope this is a great week for you. I hope you had a great weekend, a great Father's Day weekend. I sure did. I'll tell you this. This may be one of the greatest Father's Day weekends that I've ever had. And uh, there's so many reasons for that, but I don't have time to go into all of those. But it was a wonderful weekend. I hope that you had a great weekend for all the dads out there. Hope it was a great weekend for you as well. But I hope that this week is great. We're back into the uh, we're back into the thick of it. We're back into the work, and I hope that this is a great week for you. Impactive, effective, profitable, uh, impactive, impactful, effective. Profitable. I hope it's all those things for you. Hey, today it's Mental Models Monday, and I think I shared with you last week these podcasts are going to be shorter because my life is just getting busier and busier, and it, it'll slow down as we get into the fall a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, we need to kind of buzz through these because it's my commitment to make sure we're doing this three times a week. I'm not going to change that at all, but uh, for the next few weeks, these podcasts will be a little shorter. But let's make sure we dive in here. Uh, Occam's Razor. Last week we talked about Hanlon's Hanlon's Razor. Our mental model this week is going to be Occam's Razor. And I found this on this blog, fs.blog. This is a great uh, website if you want to get to. They do a lot of talking about mental uh, models and all kinds of other stuff. I recommend this blog to you. Um, it's it's really motivating for me to read through all the content they have. I think they 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 take content from all kinds of different sources and put it all together. And uh, so it's a easy way for us to find all this. But they've got a lot of mental models on here, which is great. So let me dive in this article they have. It's called How to Use Occam's Razor Without Getting Cut. And then the tagline says this, Occam's Razor is one of the most useful yet misunderstood models in our mental toolbox to solve problems more quickly and efficiently. Here's how to use it. Occam's Razor, also known as the Law of Parsimony, the Law of Parsimony, is a problem-solving principle which serves as a useful mental model. A philosophical razor is a tool used to eliminate improbable options in a given situation. Occam's is the best-known example. Occam's Razor can be summarized as follows. Among competing hypotheses, the one with the fewest assumptions should be selected. Among competing hypotheses, the one with the fewest assumptions should be selected. Let's dive in. In simpler language, Occam's razor states that the simplest explanation is preferable to the one that is more complex. 
Simple theories are easier to verify. Simple solutions are easier to execute. Reminds me of that saying there, kiss, keep it simple, stupid, right? In other words, we should avoid looking for excessively complex solutions to a problem and focus on what works given the circumstances. Occam's razor can be used in a wide range of situations as a means of making rapid decisions and establishing truths without empirical evidence. It works best as a mental model for making initial conclusions before the full scope of information can be obtained. Science and math offer interesting lessons that demonstrate the value of simplicity. For example, the principle of minimum energy supports Occam's razor. This facet of the second law of thermodynamics states that whenever possible, wherever possible, excuse me, the use of energy is minimized. Physicists used Occam's razor in the knowledge that they can rely on everything to uh, use the minimum uh, energy necessary to function. A ball at the top of a hill will roll down in order to be uh, at the point of minimum potential energy. The same principle is used in biology. If a person repeats the same action on a regular basis in response to the same cue and reward, it will become a habit as, uh, as the corresponding neural pathway is formed. From then on, the brain will use less energy to complete the same action. It's like driving a car, right? When, when we first got started, we had to think through everything. Now we get in the car and we start driving. You know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, and it's just, it's just easy, right? We don't have to use as much energy to make it happen. So let's look at the history of Occam's razor. The concept of Occam's razor is credited to William of Occam, a 14th century friar, philosopher, and theologian. While he did not coin the term, his characteristic way of making deductions inspired other writers to develop the heuristic. Indeed, the concept of Occam's razor is an ancient one. Aristotle produced the oldest known statement of the concept, saying, We may assume the superiority other things being equal, of demonstration which derives from fewer postulates or hypotheses. I have no idea what that even means. That's me speaking here. I have no idea. Robert Grossetesti, I don't know if I'm saying that right, expanded on Aristotle's writings in the 1200s, and he declared this, that is better and more valuable, which which requires fewer other circumstances being equal. For if one thing were demonstrated from many and another thing from fewer equally known premises, uh, premises, clearly that is better, which is from fewer because it makes us know quickly, just as a universal demonstration is better than particular because it produces knowledge from fewer premises. Similarly, in natural science, in moral science, and in metaphysics, the best is that which needs no premises and uh, and the better that which needs the fewer other circumstances being equal. Again, this is a lot here. Okay. So we're going to make our point here in a second. Nowadays, Occam's razor is an established mental model, which can form a useful part of a lattice work of knowledge. So here's some examples of Occam's razors. Occam's razor. Occam's razor is frequently used by scientists in particular for theoretical matters. So this is how we can use it as well. Theoretical matters. The the simpler a, a, a hypothesis is, the more easily it can be proven or falsified. A complex explanation for a phenomenon involves many factors which can be difficult to test or lead to issues with repeatability of an experiment. 
As a consequence, the simplest solution, which is consistent with the existing data, is preferred. That's probably the key right there. That's, 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 that's the takeaway right there. The simplest solution, which is consistent with the existing data, uh, is preferred. However, it is common for new data to uh, allow hypotheses to become more complex over time. Scientists choose to opt for the simplest solution as the current data permits while remaining open to the possibility of future research allowing for greater complexity. Okay, Uh, the version used by scientists can be summarized best as when you have two competing theories that make exactly the same predictions, the simpler one is the best. They've got uh, they've got uh, examples here in medicine. They have one for prison uh, abolition and fair punishment. It says that Occam's razor has long played a role in attitudes toward the punishment of crimes. In this context, it refers to the idea that people should be given the least punishment necessary for their crimes. This is to avoid excessive penal practices, which were popular in the past. For example, a 19th century English convict could receive five years of hard labor for stealing a piece of food. Can you imagine that today? Right. Uh, Here's some exceptions and issues. It is important to note, like any mental model, Occam's razor is not foolproof. Use it with care, lest you cut yourself. This is especially crucial when it comes to important or risky decisions. There are exceptions to any rule, and we should never blindly follow the results of applying a mental model, which logic, experience, or empirical evidence contradict. When you hear hoofbeats behind you, in most cases, you should think horses, not zebras, unless you are out in the African savanna. Furthermore, simple is as simple does. A conclusion cannot rely on its simplicity. It must be backed by empirical evidence. And when using Occam's razor to make deductions, we must avoid falling prey to confirmation bias. Okay, that's really important. And then the case of the NASA moon landing conspiracy theory, for example, some people consider it simpler for the moon landing to have been faked. Others for it to have been real. Lisa Randall best expressed the issues with narrow application of Occam's razor in her book. Okay, and her book is Dark Matter and the Dinosaurs, the Astounding Interconnectedness of the Universe. Another concern about Occam's razor is just matter of fact. The world is more complicated than any of us would like uh, would have been likely to conceive. Some particles and properties don't seem necessary um, to any physical processes that matter, at least according to what we've deduced so far. Yet they exist. Sometimes the simplest model just isn't the correct one. This is why it's important to remember that opting for simpler explanations still requires work. Uh, They may be easier to falsify, but still require effort. And that is the simpler explanation, although having a higher chance of being correct is not always true. Okay. There's a quote here that says this, that most people oversimplify Occam's razor to mean the simplest answer is usually the correct. But the real meaning, what the Franciscan friar William of Occam really wanted to emphasize is that you shouldn't complicate You shouldn't stack a theory if a simpler explanation was at the ready. Pare it down, prune it, or prune the excess, okay? So I think that's that's the real takeaway there, right? Don't complicate something that doesn't need to be complicated. How often do we do this in relationships? How often do we do this in our teams, our organizations, our products, right? I uh, teach for a living. I develop classes for a living. It is amazing to me how sometimes professors will complicate a class that doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need 15,000 assignments and 15 access, you know, 15 ways to access that assignment. And, you know, uh, all these, you know, things we put on stuff, you know, it just it just doesn't make it simple. 
right? Keep it simple. Now, obviously, it doesn't work for everything, right? Not every explanation can be, you know, not everything you go through can be explained through Occam's razor. So we need to understand that. But at the same time, we need to understand this, that, that it's, 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 you know, we also don't need to make everything hard. We don't need to make everything difficult, okay? So if you have two, two issues in front of you, now let, let's talk leadership here. You have two issues in front of you, right? You have a, you, you need to find a solution to a problem. Uh, go to the simplest form. That's the best way that I can say it. Go to the simplest form. We don't need to make everything complicated, right? Uh, God, there's so many places that we could take this, but we don't have time to do it today. I hope this has helped you a little bit today. Again, well, let me just come up and read that so we're not confused. I feel like that article went kind of back and forth here. Among competing hypotheses, the one with the fewest assumptions should be selected. Okay. Um, the simplest explanation is preferable to one that is more complex. That's what you need to take away here. The simplest explanation is one that is preferable to the one that is complex. Don't make things harder than it has to be, especially as a leader, especially for your people. Okay. Complexity is not always the best way. That's all I got for you today. I'll see you in the next episode, Wednesday. And on Wednesday, we're going to talk about taking care of your people while creating tension for your people. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, the Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.